Welcome to Blue TV, the podcast of the best shows on TV, and I'm Zach. And I'm Jake. And tonight is Walking Dead. We're going to hit that episode 615, titled East. Um, I got a lot to chew on this one, so you hit me with that opinion first. Uh, kind of all over the place. I mean, this was uh, had a couple high points, but a lot of meandering to me. Um, didn't love the writing. Didn't. I don't know. I'd say it's one of the lower... Lower rated episodes of the season for sure. I agree. I I, went, I watched it and I was like, meh. You know, other than maybe two high points, the rest up was bad decisions, tomfoolery, been there, done that before. Why are we going through this again? Weak creation of drama, um, redundancy, um, completely unplausible, as well as not not in line with character traits. I mean, just, it was just all over the map for me. Yeah. Just, ah, just a meh episode, you know, nothing, nothing too fantastic. No, now some of the stuff I do enjoy is like they create that drama, you know, of you find a vehicle that's got a spear and blood on the ground and you work backwards from it. And the evidence of it, you know, they're Tino, Quentin Tarantino esque, you know, some of those things like he likes to do. You know, but at any time, did you really feel like Carol was dead or in danger from the situation based no. on what this is? See, I didn't either. And so until he actually proved that point that we're going to walk up on a scene where you've had a character who did fatally didn't make it or is mortally wounded or something, this kind of stuff does, it just not, it doesn't attack my senses like it should because it's so classic walking dead. You know, we've been through this little rodeo before where you, you see a scene of horror and you're supposed to perceive that this means one of our characters has been in bad shape. And eh. Yeah, I, I didn't care for a lot of stuff. I don't care for most of the group I care about leaving on a whim. It's separate groups. Um, no, I mean, it's just poor decision. You know, but like I said, going back to the beginning, I mean, Carol's sewing up her sleeve here. I didn't really catch what she was doing. This looks like the sleeve was had some issues. You know, I I didn't realize it was making it longer or anything. I, you know, and then later on, you, of course, you you find out that she's she's packing an automatic in there. You know, what gun is this? I, you tell me. We never saw the gun. Yes, because I, I don't believe it exists. In I don't real believe life. either because a full auto handgun that fit into a sleeve that you don't even see it, and that right there was non plausible to me. Where's the magazine? Take it back. It's plausible. Because there are weapons that could do this. But one that fit in that tiny cuff of a sleeve that didn't have an exposed barrel or her sleeve not on fire from all the, the blast coming out of there? Yeah. Where's the magazine? I'm just... Because it looks like she shot 30 rounds. Oh, at least. She uh, lit up that truck. I mean... And I'm going to be honest with you. It was four dudes, and she hit three of the four. <laughs> no problem. I mean, yeah. one took a double tap to the chest, the other one a headshot, and another one in the shoulder. I've got news for you. I could spray 100 rounds. At, you know, I don't know if I could hit as deadly as she did in the first 20. <sighs> Walking Dead just sometimes just, I don't know, lays a, lays a dud to me, and this is kind of one of them. Nothing that I'm just, like, devastated over, like, you know, wow, I'm done with this show or anything, but... I don't like episodes where I see people make poor decisions, either the characters or the writers, you know, and 
some of those decisions they make, I think, are just poor. You know, Rick going out with Morgan for just a small little joyride and then leaving. It's like, that was pointless plot. You know, I don't need any of that. No. Um, putting Glenn in danger again. It's like, God, man, come on. There's so many characters on this show. So many different people they could put in these situations. But instead, we put the same people in the same situations all the time. Well, going to what you're talking about. I mean, she leaves, okay? And then and then all of a sudden, Daryl, you know, the, the preview made me think that Daryl was going after Carol. That he found out she was gone and he was going out there to find her. Instead, no. He just... We just started mad, and he's going out for Dwight. He's hung up on Denise. Yeah, and I'm just kind of like, okay, this is out of left field. Didn't make no sense. Completely stupid. The whole nine yards. I don't think it's out of left field because I I think he blames himself for Denise dying because he should have killed Dwight, you know, originally. Um, But do I think he'd be this extremely gung-ho about it? I don't know. I mean, putting putting himself in a big risk with a crossbow. Couple, couple things about this. You know what they're armed with. Yeah, they have automatic weapons. You bring a crossbow to the fight. Exactly. And then we got Rick and Morgan. They brought a bow staff and a knife to a gunfight. Yeah, and his revolver. Okay, the revolver. I don't care. You know, you, obviously you see what kind of weapons you're dealing with. I, I just like... Why wouldn't you go out like you were going to Negan's party? You know, I mean, you could bring some firepower. Yeah, be prepared. Just they're getting into weird situations that I feel like they shouldn't walk away from. No, they really, really shouldn't. I mean, realistically, Dwight and his crew should kill all four of them. Yeah. I mean, think about it. Because the last time that they saw the Daryl and uh, Rosita, they, they killed. What three or four of his guys? They almost died. He got his junk bit by Eugene. The whole nine. Dwight should just be double tapping each one of them right now and moving on. Except maybe one, if they needed information, you know. Right, and you know, I'm just, uh, I'm, I'm right there with you, bro. I mean, it just doesn't add up, you know. And now they've been they've been showing you this whole time that we want to know where your place is. Where are you coming from? And then they talk to Carol like that looks just like the cars that was over at that place. And oh, what's it called? Alexandria with the big yeah. walls. But wait a minute, they they didn't know this place existed or what it was or no no no. But now you have all this intel and information, you know, and you're going to take us back so we can walk right in. And this truck was on its way to it. Four guys, one with a spear. We're going to Alexandria. Yeah, and then how many spears do we find in this into this in this show? Three. Well, like I said, it's another thing. It just so happens the guy that Rick and Morgan run into is a spear wielder, not a firearms guy. You know, you yeah. got these other groups of people that have massive guns, and this guy's using a spear. I have a theory about and this some guy. Armor on him though. I have a theory about him. Okay, think about what he was there for. He was there for a horse. He had armor on him stuff. If you're a comic book person, you immediately know what this is. And I don't really want to give it away. Yeah, don't, because I don't know. You know, and so on. But that if you're a comic writer, you know what this is. They've just given you a clue to the future of the show. And so 
that's really all I want to tell you because I, I don't want to spoil it for anybody. I, I don't want to be a spoiler ass. But it's a huge clue to where the show is going, and it's a huge clue to where Carol and Morgan are going to be. And and it kind of makes me happy because it, it kind of shows to me that I feel like now we're not going to see Carol for the rest of the season. We're not going to see her next week. We're not going to see Morgan next week. The whole little comment of, you know, if I don't come back, don't come searching for me, da 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 I know I have a really good, strong feeling of where they're going with that. And what that guy in the armor and the horse represent is what Carol and Morgan are going to be a part of. And it leads me to – a theory that I spoke with you over an Easter holiday that it makes me even stronger for me um, about how they're going to be going about some things. And I'll, I'll kind of hit that up at the end without, okay. it's not, it's not spoiler-esque, but I mean, but let's, let's talk about that scene right there. They're trailing Carol. They come across this walker who looks like her, you know, they kill her. Mm-hmm. Oh, this is a fresh kill. We get up to this barn. There's fresh kills on the ground. To me, it looks like they're fresh kills. You know, when I say fresh, less than a couple of days, you know. And this guy, he kills somebody right in front of them and runs off, and he's he's looking for a horse. This whole scene made no sense to me. It really, really didn't. The walker they find stumbling through the woods had her throat cut. Exactly. And I'm just like, is this a serial killer y'all are running up on? I just didn't understand. I don't. You know, I know that they wanted this person to look like Carol. You know, like when you watch the uh, when you watch the it talking like afterwards, her. you know they, they, they show, this is her stunt double from the actual show, you know, and so on. I get all that, but I just don't understand the purpose. And then Rick goes, "All right, Morgan, you can go. I'm going back to the car. How about the dude that was following him, the guy who got shot in the shoulder? Did he not cross him? Did he not come about him, and so on? We had so many viewer feedbacks talking about why did not Rick not run into this same guy? You know what? What's the whole situation here? You know." Uh, but there was weird editing because once you see Rick go through the field and stuff like that, then they show you flash it back to that guy coming out of the bushes, you know, looking at the glass and stuff, and then him going through the field. Yeah, but the difference was the field had one line going through it when Rick and them went through it, and then when Rick and them went through it, there was two lines. So you could definitely tell he was seeing No, it after. I agree. I agree that he was before Rick and Morgan, but it was just – Weird to see how they edited that choice to show that after you saw Rick yeah, and Morgan I, I go just, to that. Uh, I, I just really was, what, really? Yeah, I was sketched out about it. <sighs> you know, I, I don't get it. I know. And I'm tired of Glenn being in peril. I'm tired. Like, he's sitting there with Maggie, and we'll get our shower scene. And she's got these bruises on her side, which I don't know what that's supposed to characterize. I think it's from the fight from being her kid and kidnapped, I guess. Yeah, I guess getting kicked in the she side. She had a couple so wrestling, or and you know uh, doing all this happy hunky dory stuff, da da da. And then the second somebody leaves, Glenn's like, "We gotta go after him," and he goes to hops in the van and takes off. I'm just kind of like, she's kind of said, I'm, "I can't do this anymore." This, that, or so on. I don't see where that's your first inclination that you need to go out and after him. Did, I mean, well, Daryl's an original. If there's anybody that he would go after, I think it's going to be an original. I can give you that. All right. If it was Rick or Michonne, he'd go. Yeah. I don't know. You know, just everybody leaving the compound and leaving in separates and having different motivations and where areas are going really threw me off for this episode. Was not a fan of this whole situation. Um, and then uh, even some of the conversations they have. Let, let's go back to Rick and um, Morgan, you know. You know, Morgan decides to confess that he had a wolf in here. Mm-hmm. I thought this would be common knowledge by now. No, remember Carol kept it a secret. Uh, Rosita kept it a secret. 
I'm really surprised. I thought it would have been, you know. Now, I don't know how Morgan knew that that guy saved Denise's life. Yeah, because the only people I could see who knew that would be Carol. Unless Denise told Morgan later on. Which you never saw, so. Which you can see. I guess you can maybe pull, you know, that, you know, in your own mind, but just, you know, sometimes you got to bridge these gaps and, you know, yourself, but I, all that would have taken was a small scene at some point, you know, saying, hey, Morgan, you know, you were kind of right about this guy. Well, how about him say, and Denise tells me he, he saved her. Yeah. Just, just add that little tidbit to his dialogue. Instead, it looked like he had seen it all go down. Yeah, like he was a visual. Yeah. yeah. I'm with you there. Oh, how about his decision to let Morgan go and him go back to the place? I mean, if I'm Rick, I'm well shot of him. You know what I mean? He's kind of been a thorn in your side, really. Kind of a pain in the ass for what Rick's trying to do and trying to accomplish. You know, Morgan's kind of devil's advocate for every decision Rick makes. Yeah. So. But you trust him enough to go try to find Carol by himself? I don't think that's why he's allowing him to go. That's not why it's written this way. But, uh,. I just think it serves a greater purpose for what we're going to have for down the future. Yeah, I don't. I don't want to see a huge bunch of separated groups again. No, and that's so classic Walking Dead. You know, uh, one of our feedbacks from Patty put in here said, "Okay, Walking Dead has set the standard of what it takes to kill a walker. You know, hit to the head, break the spine, what does that stuff? Since when did the bow staff knock on the head kill a, a walker? I don't know. Morgan's mastered it." Just bashing the temple, I guess, or something. I'm calling 100% BS. I agree with Patty. Every time I I saw him hit one across the head, I was like, eh. And it wasn't even a squishy melon walker either. This guy was a fresh walker. You know what I'm saying? Like, he had just been shot in the chest and just reaminated. He, if anything, would be the strongest of, you know, he would deserve a bullet to the head. You know, he, he he would be one that if you tried to stab in the head... It would be very, very difficult, like Rick did to the one, the guy who was still alive on the ground. Yeah. um, I like the first one Morgan kills. Puts it right through her eye, out the back of her head. Yeah. The staff. I'm like, yeah, there you go. That's fine. I'm game with that. It it would be tough. It would have to be a melon head. But still, I I don't like seeing them just whacking them across the head and that killing them. Yeah. I, I mean... You could take a baseball bat to a, a, a fresh walker. I still don't think it would be enough to create the damage need to kill on a single blow. Yeah, you would just you would have to hit the home run. You know what I mean? It would be hit just right. I'm sorry, the bow staff single shot, no way. Just I mean, we're wrong. I mean, Matt told me he's like, well, maybe hits the brain stem just right. Da da da. He hit him across the head. I mean, he didn't <laughs> hit him anywhere in the neck or you know. Yeah. Or, yeah. You, I just didn't see it. You know, if it looked like it would, you know, you see his head clinch in and, you know, fold like, you know. Or like show a, me a good dented head. Like, yeah. You know, something nasty. In. Yeah, like, you know, oh my God. Yeah, something you know, gross. You know, you don't have to see it splat, but it's just show that, you know, it's just complete indentation. I like to see it splat. <laughs> I'm a fan of splat. The splat's coming. Trust me, <laughs> the splat's coming. All right. Now. I did see a few uh, scenes this episode that was kind of cool, well-thought-out little extra parts. There was a part when um, Morgan and Rick were driving, 
And while they're talking, you just see Rick kind of look, and you have the walkers in the walkers. woods yeah. and stuff like that. Gravely, I thought that was a really cool extra touch. Good cinematography. You know, you know those little extra things were really good. And then there was also really, really bad ones too. You know, <laughs> um, so is Daryl a good tracker? I think he is when he's not angry and not in vengeance mode. Is Daryl aware of his surroundings? I mean, usually, better than most. Yeah, usually better. The group of foursome was able to get ahead of him in the woods where he was headed, and you know. Almost shoot Rosita in the face, you know. (laughs) And then later on, Dwight ends up right behind him. Ninja Dwight. Ninja Dwight. You know, stealth Dwight. I'm sorry. Just It's been grating and grating and grating because one minute the guy can do – he can follow tire tracks on an open highway. You know, that's it. Let's go this way. Mm -hmm. You know. We're out in the woods, and you can hear every leaf rustling and the breeze and this, that, and stuff, and he can't tell somebody coming up behind him in a wooded area. Oh, my God. That just drives me up the wall. Yeah. Man, I don't... Consistency has never been the strong suit, so... Yes. Although they're consistently stealthy in the woods. (laughs) Yeah. So stealth. So, so stealth. Yeah. All right, so... Let's let's talk about this. Maggie rolls up in there, and she's tired and pregnant, you know, and, and she decides to let Enid go and cover her shift. All that's good, you know, eat some pickles, blah, blah, blah. Then we get this haircut. Now, I've seen these pictures of uh, Maggie with her haircut. You know, they're on the internet and so on, and I was like, oh, God, this means she's probably going to die. She's leaving the show, blah, blah, blah. You know, and then of course they show her getting a haircut, and so that kind of quails some of that. But I've had a strong theory that Maggie is not going to be a survivor. What the Kirkman remix is going to be is instead of certain other characters, we're going to actually lose Maggie. Is and Maggie's role in the comic for the future is going to be slated for Carol, and so that's kind of my one of my predictions. And so her having this scene of her going down in, in agony. And like you know, her her stomach and pain and so on. What does this mean to you? I mean, that's classic miscarriage stuff, you know. Like, right. So Patty says, "Does this miscarriage mean that we're going to have a?" This was actually from three different feedbacks we got. Um, we're not talking about Zom fetus, are we? Zom fetus, baby. <laughs> Walker fetus. How about Walker fetus eating eating her from the inside, and we have horrific death of Maggie from inside. I'm going to say no. Uh, it, you know, the funny thing is, is that it's not something like you, just, you wouldn't see it like eating out of her side, like, you know, a predator coming out of her. Right. It would just be like internal hemorrhaging, you know? And what I'm thinking is, is that, you know, we could have a scene where the doctor, they try to get to the hilltop in time. And, you know, and when they cut it out of her, it's, you know, it's a walker and it's already been into her and she's dying. And it'd be like, oh, my God, no, you know, <laughs> it could be. Just- oh, <laughs> yeah. Uh, no, I'm going to go with no. Um, Come on. Fetus is already walking. Just like, <laughs> well, I didn't say it's walking, but, you know, it, it's a crawler. <laughs> Dragging its umbilical behind it. Just <laughs> 
Yeah. Come on. Yeah. You have no imagination. It'll be stealthy. It'll be stealthy, too. Oh, gosh. Whatever. Ankle biter. (laughs) We have a last kicker and ankle biter. I like that. I I like that. You know, I mean, the the show itself, I mean, we've kind of hit all the high notes. I mean, we've already talked about basically every one of their characters. Yeah, I mean, Glenn tries to talk reason to Daryl, and Daryl's like, eh, and keeps walking. You know, and then Rosita's like, I can't, and takes off. You know, she's like, I- I'm joining the club, and uh, it goes with him. And so then we get split up again. It's bad enough that we're all four left, the compound, our supposed best fighters, our best people, you know. All your your big badasses have all left the place, you know, and, and Rick's like, nobody else leaves. I'm like, well, who else is there is to leave? That's what's <laughs> hilarious. I mean, Eric was like, you know, who are you talking to? Nobody else would leave except for Abraham, maybe. You know, so, I mean. <sighs> Not really, really, as far as characters you care about, uh, Abraham Eugene, is that the only ones left at the compound? Pretty much that, and you know, Daryl. I mean, not Daryl. I mean, uh, Rick. I mean, well, Rick. Later at the yeah. end, he's back. I mean, do you believe? I mean, Eric said it best when he was talking to me, and and I, I agree with him one hundred percent. They are wearing thin the whole going and getting ourselves in trouble, making a you know nobody thinking out before they do something. Yeah, uh, like I said, they've lived too long to make. Stupid decisions. Amen. I mean, it's just, you know, if you're this bad of a group, as they clearly stated in the beginning that, you know, we're prepared, we know what to do, and da-da-da-da-da, all this kind of stuff, and you just made three bonehead decisions back-to-back-to-back, you know. I mean, not to mention Glenn is preaching what Maggie's doing, saying that they feel attack is imminent, and she's, like, wanting to bury guns all over the place, and build more watchtowers and build the walls up and have more shifts, you know, covering the walls and stuff. And it's just like, but everybody's running out. And then you got Glenn trying to tell Daryl, we need you back home. You know, we think an attack is possible and blah, 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 but nobody takes it seriously. And then did Glenn and Daryl leave? I mean, Glenn and Michonne decided to just walk away. Yeah. They were just going back to the, going back to the van. So they're just like, whatever, Daryl, Rosita. Have fun? Yeah. See, that's against character. No way they'd leave them. I'm with you. They'd just be like, they would just stick together. They would reluctantly help him achieve his mission. Right. Because to help keep, you know, you're better in a group of four than you are doing what they did. There's no way Glenn and Michonne leave them. I'm with you. I'm 100% with you. They've always been stick together. We're a family. And just to say, deuces, you know, good luck in your mission and yeah, start walking just, back. Just come, And not even one of them argue, like, we probably should go with him or anything. It's just like, all right, deuces. You yeah, know. just part company. I, I didn't get that at all. Yeah, if, that you're, was t- if you're just crazy and have to just follow Daryl out the door, you don't just leave him and Rosita out there. There's no way. No, no way. Absolutely not. Absolutely not. Let's think about this now is also – do we think that Dwight's still out there? How many days ago did home chick Denise die? I mean, like, he's tracking them, and then all of a sudden they're right there. I mean, do you think this is at least a couple of days it will go? I don't think he's planning on meeting him in the woods. I think he's just tracking whatever trail they ran off to and hoping to find where they're camping or whatever building they're holed up in. I don't know why they're still in the woods. Like what they're doing, 
Because surely they wouldn't be waiting for anybody no, to come to them. Exactly. That, that that was another thing that was like very off on plausibility. If Dwight and them fl- fleed, okay, they're they don't go to the woods and just wait, or that's where they're hanging out or anything else. Fleed. <laughs> yes. Ha ha ha. Fled maybe. Fled. Yes. <laughs> and <laughs> forget my grammar, you know. Uh, but still, I mean, like realistically, that's that's another thing. It was like, okay, you're tracking them. Then they should be held up somewhere. I don't see them finding them in the woods. That's just me, because it seemed to me like if this was they showed the monotony of life afterwards. You know what I mean? And I mean they showed all. It seemed like very. It seemed like several days to me after she died for them to go back and track and do this. Kinda, but you know, then they get to the railroad track and they're like, "That's where she died," and there's a fresh puddle. You know. There's fresh walkers eating people, you know, that are laying there. Yeah, I guess you could see. I couldn't give it more than a day. Once again, the show's not constructed well enough to to give you a good time estimate. Yeah, the frame is not there. Yeah. I'll give you that. All right, so the elephant in the room, the ending scene, you know, blood goes all over the screen. Dwight says... You're gonna be all right, yeah. Or you'll live, or something like that. I think he says you'll be all right. But it looks like he. It looks like he blew his a, head off, blew his arm off. Is what it looked like to me. I mean, that's quite a bit of blood. Yes, that they spattered on there. So this has got to be a pretty bad wound, Daryl's dealing with. But do you see Daryl get shot? I mean, yes. I went and slow mode it okay. <laughs> on purpose. I was and like, my wife and I looked at each other like, did that just really happen? And definitely that's Dwight's voice saying, you'll be all right. Yeah. Yeah. I mean, um, oh, yeah. I mean, I just. I know I saw a, a Matt had a comment saying, does maybe that mean he shot lost, his shooting arm? Yeah. Just shot his shooting arm. Yeah. I don't know. I, I don't know either. There's been such a buzz and so much feedback, you know, about Daryl and the future and so on. And then, of course, here, here's my thing. Of course, I got on there and I put this plug out there that, guess what? The showrunners and Norman Reedus will be on Talking Dead next week. And everybody's expecting this monumental scene of losing a character coming forward. And so everybody's in prediction mode of who's going to die because, you know, we have to lose a big character for the for the end of the season. Do you think, first of all, before I say who, do you think we actually lose a, a major character next episode in the 90-minute season finale? I think we lose a big character. Um, I don't think it'll be Daryl because that would be too obvious. Or maybe they think it would be us thinking it's too obvious so they would use Daryl. I just don't know. I mean... All right, from some of some of our viewers, like uh, I was talking to Banker last last night over Facebook and stuff, and and she was like, you know, by taking Daryl away, the show loses a lot of its flexibility because he's not in the comic book. And I kind of agree with her on that. I mean, he is that character that can that changes things up, you know, mixes mixes the bag per se. And I agree. Do I think the show has the cojones to get rid of the most beloved character of the show? To me, I say no. I think this is a big ploy because here's the deal. 
Here's the evidence. I thought about this because for me, I was like, it needs to be a monumental character, and Daryl would be a monumental character to go. Oh, absolutely. And so I was like, are right, they set this up? I said, but you know the, what? What hurt it the most was is as soon as they announced that Norman Reese was going to be on the Talking Dead, they've had this stigma of that they're going to put these characters on their the episodes they die, so you get the extra holler. I'm afraid that they're just, this is just a, a dog and pony show to get people to realize, oh my God, this could be the one to make it have the biggest ratings ever. And then here's my other prediction. I don't think anybody dies from it. I think we get the monumental scene at the end of the episode uh, of the Any Mini Mighty Mo, and we won't find out until the first episode of the next season who actually maybe goes. That's what I, I think they're going to screw us. I think they're going to make us wait the entire season to see who this goes. Look, I'm not spoiling anything. Everybody and their brother has been talking about, we're going to meet Negan, and he's supposed to kill a major character. That's what he does. That's that's his intro. We're not going to see that next week. I'm sorry. I just don't think. I think that 90 minutes is going to be, is going to be the testing of the fortification of the Alexandria. I think it's going to, you're going to meet saviors come to the walls and you're going to see how people handle it, you know? And then I think we're going to meet Negan at the end and he's going to be any mighty, any mini mighty Mo. And then before he chooses Mo, black screen. And then the next, the next season, we're going to be like, <gasps> everybody's going to be biting their nails and oh my God, which one did he choose? And then the horror begins. I don't think so. I think it's going to follow through. <clears throat> and one of the main reasons I say that is more people than ever I've heard are dropping the show and not watching anymore. Just, I don't know. I don't know if it's monotony or kind of same old, same old. Because they do tread a lot of the same paths. Oh, yeah. You know, often, very often. And to me, I think this has been a good season. Um this rivals my favorite season. But I do think things do get really repetitive. And maybe some people are just like, well, you know, I don't have to watch it. And the ratings have gone down a little bit, the numbers. Um, I think they're not going to want to play too much with their audience. To just, just a weird theory. You know, I think they're going to have to do something. You See, can't so- use a whole hour and a half and not. See, give th- you something monumental. I think you're. I think they're going to give us an hour. You know, this hour and a half. I think they're going to build up a major conflict. The first part of it, we, everybody wants to know what's up with Daryl. You know, that's what everybody's going to have on their mind, and everybody's going to be anticipating meeting Negan. Okay, the little trailer at the end where you just kind of see him walk around and you get the visual of the bat and everything. Woo. But like, like a couple of people said on there, like Matt and like that, the trailer was better to watch than the episode tonight, you know, last night to my mind, you know, I was so much like licking my chops, you know, and there's a scene where you see him on the, all of them at the end of a road and Rick walk up with his gun, like we can make a deal here. And there's somebody on the ground that looks like they're dead. You know, and I'm I'm wondering if that's Norman Reedus laying there bleeding or whatever. You know what I mean? See, what I'm thinking is we got four people kidnapped, right? Four people that have somebody on the inside other than Daryl. I mean, Rosita, I know that they broke up, but Abraham's kind of a big deal with her. Then you got Rick and Michonne. 
Glenn and Raggy. Daryl's not necessarily tied to anybody. He's kind of tied to everybody. You right. know what I mean? So if you think, if you line up the four, what's the biggest drama of someone to lose? Or what's the the one that we could lose that could cause some drama inside, maybe draw your attention to a storyline, kind of like an Abraham Sasha? I'm betting Rosita gets some kind of death treatment. Just because who gives a shit about Rosita, honestly? Well, you, but you got a point. I mean, I don't know. I mean, me being the comic book person, Rosita has a future. I understand. But right now, the story is Abraham and Sasha. You saw the little knowing look between Sasha and yeah, Rosita. Yeah. That could be a big test to their relationship to see how Abraham handles the death of Rosita or something. You know what I mean? Right. Sasha will will see, you know, kind of like firsthand, like how much did he feel for her, you know? Is it enough to separate them or whatever, you know what I mean? Right. I don't know. That's just my, that's my theory going forward right now. I just, honestly, definitely don't want to see Michonne go because I'm liking the Michonne Rick. Michonne shipping. ain't going nowhere. Exactly. I don't want to see Glenn go because I'm sick of seeing Glenn in peril. You know, well, we can go ahead and end it. No more peril. <laughs> All right. Well, if you're gonna kill Glenn, then just kill Maggie too, because I, that, that's the story you care about. Where does Maggie go from there? Well, you know, and they're if, making this Enid. Is it thing spoiler? Too. Is it spoiler to say who dies at the hand of Nagin in the comic book? I, I think it's pretty say. much. I think I it's pretty much everybody knows, but no, well, not everybody knows okay. because I know a lot that don't. Okay, well, you know, you know, or you have a good idea. Yeah, I mean, so I don't. Know. Do you see a remix, or do you see them following yeah. through? Yeah, I see a remix. I think it's Rosita. Yeah. Okay. You know, I, I don't know. I really, really don't know. I mean, this show could go anywhere. I just don't think it has the sand to get rid of Daryl. Um, but they really could stun me. I mean, they really, really could stun me. I mean, maybe they've set it up to where, you know, hey, you know, we put him on Talking Dead so we can say goodbye. You know, <laughs> who knows, man? I mean, who knows? The cast is really big right now. I mean, really big. You know, my early prediction was like somehow Tobin gets the, you know, Tobin gets it. Cause we he's, can only hope. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> you know. But, yeah, we can dream. But you know, um, I don't see him leaving the walls anytime soon, so. Well, why didn't he leave the walls? Why didn't he go after Carol? Nutless, nutless, you know. Coward. Another species of hollow crotch. I mean, I'm yeah, sorry. That's terrible. Uh yeah, he ain't going nowhere. He has a security blanket in there <laughs> in, in the house, you know. Uh, Build yeah. more walls, low life. <laughs> yeah. I remember this is the guy who hurt his hand, you know, building a tower. So I mean, come on. Yeah. Come on. But like I said, all I can do is speculate for the future. I think the 90 minute finale there is going to be a lot of action. I think it's going to be, you know, first it's going to be, you know, everybody's going to wonder what's going on with Daryl. How, you know, is, you know, is this a mortal wound or is this, you know, catastrophic or is this a graze? You know, I swear, if they have it where he has like a just a graze across his shoulder nope. and have all that blood against the cameras like that, I'm going to be mad. I'm going to be really mad. 
No, he's got to have a solid hole yeah, through him. This has got to be a. I don't can't I can't use my arm right now, or you know my shoulder is missing most of it, or something. You know, yeah, I'm thinking like a bicep shot or something like that. You know, something pretty horrific. Right from the angle of the gun. Okay, from the angle of the gun, like you see Daryl turn and lift his head up, and it goes across the shoulder to the chest area to the arm area. That's the angle. You feel what I'm saying? So his closest shoulder to him is right at the muzzle. And if you sh- at the angle, it w- that bullet would have gone like either past the shoulder, past the sternum, down to where the bicep would be on the opposite arm. That's the angle of trajectory. Almost close to the neck area. You know? Worst case scenario, he takes one to the neck and he's... <laughs> you know? Uh, and they're uh, like, no! First, definitely not killing Daryl off screen. Uh, <laughs> no. no, I think it's going to be like a shoulder, upper arm shot. Yeah. And probably his right arm, you know, and make it difficult for him to shoot. Right. So, yeah. I, I, if he dies, it's at the hands of Nagin. It's not going to be at the hands of Dwight. Let's put it that way. If we die, you know. Yeah. And that's the big if there of anything. <laughs> so, you, you think your highest percentage is Rosita? I'm just, you know, that's my... Give me give me a percentage here. We're talking 75%? Four people, no Michonne, I hope no Glenn. So, I guess 50%. 50%. Yeah. She is probably the most expendable of the four. Yeah, that's kind of what I'm leaning towards. But, a big enough impact... For you know, kind of a major character that has lasting effects. Here, here's my thing. When I looked at those photos that were on the wall in the satellite, you know, Negan's compound, you know, Sabres, da da da. To me, it looked like nothing but heads of dudes that have been bashed in. I just kind of feel like it's got to be one of the guys. Yeah, you may not want to bash a pretty girl, you know, a breeder, but. I'm just. I really think that it's if we if we if it's one of those four. For all we know, it's not one of the four. You know, somehow it's a situation where the four. You know, for all we know, those four make it back. They do the trade for half their stuff to get their people back or whatever, and then it ends up where in the 90 minute show, Rick goes after him, and then oops, something happens, and they get caught, and then now we have to make an example of you. You know, I got to choose. And for all we know, there's nine to choose from instead of what we think are the four. You know, it could be, we could be completely off of how we think this is all going to get set up if any of it even happens, you know? Yeah. And so that's something you need to think about too because I will tell you in the comic book, there's a lot of interactions. And so you just don't know when they're going to create this possible scenario. I mean, the trailer already tells you this is going to happen. You're going to, you know. Well, good. I hope it's Tobin. <laughs> you know <laughs> so yeah i don't know i mean most of the photos and the guy they killed before was a 16 year old boy enid and carl the only youngsters um or at least teenagers and i don't think it's eugene no uh, i don't think it's sasha i don't think it's abraham um, 
I mean, if it's not Rosita, I, th- I still think it's between Glenn and Daryl. As unfortunate as that is. Yeah. I'm, mm, it I ain't Michonne. No, it ain't Michonne. I, 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 if I was a betting man, I'd tell you that right now. It, it ain't going down that way. There's no doubt. I tell you what, let's let's put it out there. If, if you, the listener, hit us up. I'll tell you what, we'll put a post up on Facebook. And you put up who you think is your most likely. And maybe even your second choice. And I'd love to get some some numbers on this. Who do we think? Do we think it's one of the four? Do we think it's somebody else in the group in another situation? Throw a name out there. Let us know what you think. And maybe, just maybe, we'll, we'll get lucky. You know, and... Uh, if it's somebody completely off character, off random, da, da da da, maybe we can dig up a prize or something. If somebody just happens to guess the right person or do something, no promises, <laughs> but you know, uh, we'll, we'll put a, we'll at least give you some props. And uh, I'd love to hear what y'all have to say. You know, y'all can always reach us at Bleed TV Podcast on Twitter or on our Facebook page. You know, it's Bleed TV Podcast. Um, and of course, we have a Gmail account. Uh, we'd love to hear from you guys. You know, give us some feedback on the show, things you like, things you don't like, things you'd like to hear about. Uh, we get requests all the time for doing other shows and so on. We don't get to do uh, as many as we like and stuff. But believe it or not, some of the requests we had for like Outsiders and Vikings, a few others, we decided to pick them up and they've really kind of caught on and done really, really well. And so it's something that's plausible. Um, but we just like to hear from you guys if you follow us or subscribe to us, or even give us a positive review. We really, really appreciate it. Um, but other than that, bro, I don't think anything else. Just looking forward to the next 90-minute 90, 90 finale. Yeah, it's got to be better than this one. <laughs> got to be better than this. Well, guys, that's all we're going to call it. This is Bleed TV, and I'm Zach. And I'm Jake. And we'll catch you next week. Yeah.